All right, we're in business now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Weekly Drive. Okay, and we're clear. Hopefully, I can make it out of this shopping lot, shopping mart, whatever parking lot, without hitting somebody or some car. All right, we're good. <laughs> okay, so today, stupid mic. Sorry if that's coming in weird on your end, guys. I apologize if that just went crazy on the volume, but we're in the clear now. We're good to go. We're on the open road. Okay, now today's episode is going to be all about what you can do to get in shape for summer. We're in the final countdown. I think it's what is it, 41, as of today, 41 days until Memorial Day. Hopefully, I'll get this up when I'm actually filming it, but give or take, we're, by the time it goes up, we're 40-ish days out from Memorial Day. That means swimsuits. That means no sleeves. That means going shirtless for the guys, okay, bikinis for the ladies. It's going to be a good time. The warm weather is coming. Oh, It's going to feel so good after this corona winter. Okay, we could get outside and enjoy the sun. But that being said, some of those words may have made a couple of people out there go, ooh. Okay, they're realizing that ah, it's probably time to tighten things up before summer. Hey, but this is no better time than right now to get started on a fitness journey, to get started on losing some weight for the summer, making some room for those adult beverages, all the barbecues you're going to go to. Okay, all that good stuff. Uh, not gonna get hit today all right sorry about that okay you're listening to somebody with crazy add behind the wheel of a car twirl okay back to what we were talking about summer shredding but actually let's backtrack before we get into that okay a couple updates again hope everybody's keeping up with the weekly workouts okay um also today Got a really cool request from somebody on TikTok to do a form check video. Okay, when it comes to basically what personal trainer's bread and butter is, it should be form, like exercise form and how it should look. So if anybody here is listening and wants to know if they are doing their correct form on any given exercise, feel free to do a video, put it on TikTok, tag me in it. Or if you're not cool with everybody checking out your form, that's fine. Now you can email it to me at coachfits1 at gmail.com. I'll put that in the description. Okay. That way you can email it to me and we'll check it out. Okay. So definitely take advantage of that. Um, also, just going forward, anybody who's listening on this podcast, I'm just, it's going to be an ongoing offer. Anybody who is a listener, because I appreciate you so damn much, okay, anytime you want, okay, you could email me and take advantage of one free month of online coaching, okay, that is valued at about $200, okay, at the given moment, okay, so feel free to take advantage of that deal. Get a month in. Okay, what better time than now? It's almost summertime. Might as well check your boxes and make sure that you're doing everything right, okay, before you jump right in. We'll get off to a good start and keep it rolling. But so just let me know if you're interested. Um, also through email. Now, I'm 
think that's it for updates. I mean, it's only been one week. Yeah. Oh, no, I take that back. This is two weeks because last week I tried doing this podcast and the audio was absolute dog shit. Sorry. I tried. I really tried with the wireless earbuds and they're just straight garbage for, I mean, for a phone call, it'd be fine. I'd know what people are talking about, but God, I put it up and tried uploading it and I took one listen and I was like, oh no, this isn't going up. So we're back to the headset that looks like I am a telemarketer. So here we are. Now let's dive in. So it's that time, time for the summer shred. When it comes to everything that goes into it, you want to make sure that you're checking all your boxes and that you're doing everything correctly so that you have no reason for anything to hold you back. Now let's start off with what most of us do. Okay. When we go into our summer shred, we think, okay, I'm going to dial up the cardio. I'm going to only eat everything perfect. I'm going to starve myself. Okay. Anything to get that six pack and then I'll be good. It'll just last me the whole summer. And if it doesn't, then I'll just start over when it's all said and done. Pause. We are not going to do that. Okay. We're going to do it in a way that is sustainable so that you are going to be able to keep your results. And then after summer's over, maybe you'll maintain all the way through summer. Then when summer's over, you can improve upon it instead of taking one gigantic step back. So let's start with the first thing, which is pretty, pretty easy concept is the workouts. Okay. When it comes to the workouts, vroom, vroom. I mean, you got a Honda, calm down. Um, coming from somebody driving a Honda. Um, when it comes to the workouts, most people think cardio, cardio, cardio. Newsflash, cardio just doesn't burn fat like people think it does. Yes, if it's in addition to a really good program, it can be a big help. I mean, it is burning calories, not going to take away from that. But when it comes to what's best for burning fat and just burning calories in general, if we're talking raw numbers, sorry, strength, strength, strength training still wins. Okay, because when you strength train, or when you do cardio, when you're done running, or when you're done doing whatever you are doing, as soon as your heart rate comes back to normal, you're pretty much done burning calories at an elevated rate. And even if you are burning them for a little bit, like say you did some high intensity interval training, yeah, you're going to keep that burn going for a little bit, but not even close to when you do strength training. Like when you're consistently lifting a little bit heavier each week and you're doing a good amount of sets and your body has to rebuild itself like the muscle tissue that stuff burns a crap ton more calories now if you're doing a high intensity workout that will burn calories too but again if you're not going up in weight or anything and everything's just the same and you're just chasing the sweat chasing the burn it's not going to be as good just plain and simple um so that being said you want to focus almost not all, but the majority of your, of your training should be strength training. And what I mean by that is the compound lifts, maybe a couple of accessory lifts thrown in there. So basically what you want to do is pick a lot of, how do I phrase this? You want to pick three to four days of being in the gym, lifting weights. Okay. That's 
as simple as I can make it. If you want to take it a step further, make sure that during those three to four days, you're covering your bases as far as you're doing some sort of pushing motion. That's like a push up, a bench press, anything like that. You're doing a pulling motion, which is like a, a row or a chin up or a pull down. You're doing a squatting variation that could be double or single leg, um, a hinging variation that is any form of the deadlift, Romanian deadlift, anything in that category that also can be with one leg or two legs, some sort of heavy carry or core exercise that challenges your core. That could be a plank, that could be a farmer's carry, something in that realm. And then anything that would be considered, we'll call it We'll call it rotary stability. Now, carries fall under that category, but I like using them as an anti-extension exercise because it's kind of hard. The whole focus is not to fold over, but it is. it does have a rotary component, component because you are in motion. Okay, sorry if I geeked out and everybody's eyes glazed over. I apologize. But basically, a rotary stability component like a bird dog, a dead bug, anything that's like a I almost think of them as like coordination exercises, pretty much just making sure that your body's in sync and it's really going to challenge your shoulders and your hips and everything in between. So that stuff, as long as you're doing a push, pull, squat, hinge, carry, and rotary stability, we have checked all the boxes. Now you could do that all in one workout. You could spread them out up to you. Now, there's a bunch of different ways to do it, and that's probably for a different podcast, so I'll just leave it at that. If you guys have more questions and really want to talk shop, again, email me. Um, let's dive into the nutrition before I get too carried away on that on the workouts. Okay, so the workouts. I take that back. We got to go over. Okay. If you're working out three, four times and you always want to, where it's like, maybe you go for a walk and you do some light stretching and that's like the extent of it. But the other two days, I usually like when I work with online clients, I give them two options. There's a green option and a red option. So basically one, the green option is like a high intensity day for the high intensity day. That's pretty much if you feel like a million bucks and you've got a lot of energy and you feel like you could do a lot, the high intensity stuff. Okay. That is like a 20 to 30 minute workout tops. Okay. This is hit it hard and hit it quick. This is not gas yourself out and lay on the floor motionless when you're done, ready to die. Okay. That's the stuff that amateurs do. And we're not amateurs here. We know what we're doing. So that being said, pick, if you're going to do high intensity workouts, do stuff that one does not take away from your workout the next day or the day after that. Okay, the work, the weight training is focus number one. So that should not be affected. So if you're super duper sore and your workout sucks because of your high intensity day, you're missing it. You don't want to do that. But there are ways that you can control for that. So if you're doing high intensity stuff, say like a kettlebell kind of day, or you're doing some high intensity like rowing or like pushing a sled, control for one how long you're doing it. Okay. So 15, 20 minutes is fine. Maybe even 10 minutes if you're really pushing hard and two, 
how much weight you're using. So if you're using a kettlebell and your shoulders just from holding it the whole time are gassed and your bench press sucks the next day, go lighter. So that's one way to do it. Or if you're pushing a sled and your legs are trashed for the entire week, you went too heavy. Okay, because you want to be able to go up on the main lifts. The sled is nice. The sled is good, but it's not how strong you can get in the sled. It's how strong you can get in the main moves that are going to give us that muscle that when we diet down, we're going to look pretty damn good. Okay, so just look at those cardio days like add-ons. They're not the meat. Um, and then for the red days, if you're not feeling that hot, those are the days where you hop on a rower or a bike or you go out for a long walk, like 30 to 60 minutes and basically keep it at like a talking pace. So how I'm talking right now, you should be able to hold a conversation with me without taking a break to go <sighs> basically. So that's a, a pretty good gauge. Um, if you want to go down the rabbit hole or I mean, pretty much like get very specific with it. If you have like a Garmin or a, a polar watch or whatever, okay, you can check your max heart rate and check which zone you want to be in. Okay. For those of you that have been to like an orange theory or something, that's basically what their concept is. Like orange is like a zone, like a fat burning zone. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I could say a lot about that, but we're not going down that that path today. But anyway, those are heart rate zones. You want to be towards the yellow-ish kind of like when it comes to the recovery stuff, you don't want to be an orange, like orange theory. You want to be like closer to the yellow. So that way you can sustain it for a long time without trashing your body. Those are the, like the recovery days. That's the stuff that keeps the juices flowing. That makes us feel good the next day. It's not really a workout. It's more just get the body moving. And then if you pair that with stretching out some tight areas, like I know a lot of us are stuck at, we're stuck behind a desk and hips get tight. The upper back is kind of stuck like this, doing some things like if anybody's ever heard of a runner stretch at, at Gabriel Fitness, where I work, we call it the Spider-Man stretch. Basically with a, in a push-up position, you hike one of your feet up next, next to your hand. And then that hand that it's next to you twist it up to the sky, reach for the reach for the ceiling while that other hand is on the ground. And then when you come down to the ground with that hand, you're trying to touch like your elbow down. So if, if you're interested in doing something like that, definitely YouTube it. Just look up world's greatest stretch or runner stretch. And that should get you what that should give you a visual of what I'm talking about doing something like that, or like a Cobra. Okay. For those of you that it doesn't pinch or put you in any sort of pain, basically you lay on the ground, belly down, and you use your arms to push up while your hips stay on the ground. Again, YouTube it. It's a yoga pose. Cobras. Those are really good. Um, another one could be like a 90, 90 stretch or a bretzel. Okay, that's with a B, like as in my name, Brian. Okay, bretzels are also an amazing stretch for somebody that's stuck at a desk all day. So doing that when you're already warm after your long extended cardio, very, very good idea. Um, I just wish I would take my own advice sometimes. I never get around to doing it, but it's so good for you. I'm sure in like 10, 20 years when I'm hurting, I'll probably follow through on that. Um, all right, on to nutrition. When it comes to nutrition, 
we want to focus most of our diet around 80% to 90% being whole foods. What I mean by that is single, Jesus, sorry for anybody watching on YouTube. I swear I'm not picking my nose. These allergies are just killing me. Like the brim of my nose is on fire. Um, sorry. Anyway, for the nutrition, 80 to 90% of our food should be whole food, single ingredient. Now, yes, you can get away with a lot of different types of foods that don't necessarily fit whole food, like the category of it, but you want to try and get in the habit of eating stuff like that because one, whole foods usually keep you more full. Two, they usually are packed with nutrients, which definitely help when you're going to be eating less than normal. Okay. You want to make sure that all of your boxes are checked when it comes to nutrients. You do not want to be deficient because not only is your energy probably going to be lower, you're men mentally, you're probably not going to be as sharp. So definitely want to focus on getting a lot, a lot of good quality food in. And yeah, it just makes the whole process easier, especially on the hunger end, because the whole foods usually are very, uh, there's a, you can get a lot of volume. So when it comes to like veggies and fruits, you're going to be able to eat a lot of those and not have to feel like guilty about it. You can load a plate up of like a big ass salad and you get a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of surface area on that plate with not a lot of calories, which is great. Okay. Now that being said, we got to make sure that the portions are right. And what happens a lot of times when people go into their summer shred, their summer cut, their calories go stupid low, way too low. Now, if you're considering anything in the 1200 to 900 mark, you might want to reconsider. Okay. Unless you are very tiny, like I'm talking like 110, 100 pounds, like 1200 calories does not make a whole lot of sense. And if it does, and you're still not losing weight on 1200 calories, you're probably not in a good spot to diet. But again, different conversation for a different podcast. Now, if let's just say you've been eating normal, okay, you might be, might have been gaining a little bit over Corona, okay, you might have been just maintaining and staying where you're at. Good. Now, if that applies to you, then. Uh, this is always fun cutting over 10 lanes just to get to where you want to be. Gotta love New Jersey. Um, whoop, easy pass, go. Um, where was I? <laughs> Sorry, apologies. Um, yeah, so when it comes to the calorie count and easy for fat loss, an easy kind of calculation is whatever body weight you want to get to times 12. Now, it's very simple. And I know some people are probably thinking that that uh, can't be right. And honestly, I used to think that because calories are very individual to each person. They, they are. But if you go into like the most precise calculators, like uh, TDEE, -E, total daily energy expenditure, if you go into those calculators like online, when you Google it, that first one that usually pops up, great resource. If you want to go down that road, definitely like enter your stuff in there. But if you want the easier version okay, of not having to do that, all you have to do is take whatever weight you're trying to get to, okay, whatever weight that is. So I 
just had a new low weigh in 198 and I'm still on my way to 180. So 180 is going to dictate my calories. So 180 is my goal weight times 12. Now I don't have a calculator out and I'm recording this on my phone. So we'll just assume that like you could do it for, you could do it for yourself. Um, anyway, those are my calories. So I would follow that. And then that would be my average, whatever that average is for seven days. Okay. That's my total calories for the entire week. Okay. As long as I'm hitting that. So let's just say like that gave me 2000 calories per day. Okay. Times that by seven, we're at 14,000 for the week. As long as I end up on 14,000 every single week, I'm good to go. Now I could distribute that differently. Like for example, I have a girlfriend, shocker, shocker, right? <laughs> I know sometimes, sometimes we get lucky. What can I say? Um, geez, this guy's taking up like five lanes. Any hoodle. Yeah. I got a girlfriend. So what happens when you're in a relationship? You got to make some room. There needs to be some flexibility. You can't just be like, I'm on a diet, babe. I, I got to eat my food. I got to bring my Tupperware to the restaurant. No. Hey, you got to make room. So what I do is I'll have one night where I'll up the calories, like date night. Okay. That'll be somewhere in like the 2,500 mark. And then the rest of the days are going to compensate for that. So right now I'm using a dieting app because I just like the certainty of knowing that it's like run by somebody who's a diet coach. And the one that I use is carbon diet coach that's run by Lane Norton, Holly Baxter. And I, I, I wish I could give the other guy credit that does all the programming and stuff, but it's carbon diet coach. I'll put the link in the description, but they auto calculate your calories and everything everything but basically it's got this little section where you can up or you can up your calories or you can take some down and pretty much it just factors it in so it averages out so what we talked about that total for the week basically that it does it for you so i'll do like 2500 calories on the night that is date night then i'll do 1900 calories for the rest of the week and that's been working pretty well you can do that however you want Okay, figure it out as long as that weekly average is, or as long as that weekly total of calories is right, you're good to go. Um, yeah. And once you got the calories figured out, I hope you guys can hear me. It's a little loud. Um, once the calories are figured out, then we want to focus on protein. Now, when it comes to protein, you want to take that number that you multiplied by 12. So my number was 180. Okay, that's going to be the grams of protein that I'm going to consume. Because if we're talking technical terms, we want our protein to be roughly about what our lean body mass is. Now, our lean body mass is if we were to cut all the fat off our bodies and stand on a scale, that's what our lean body mass is. So whatever, it, whatever that is in grams, in, so if I'm 180 in pounds, that's 180 in grams. Now, if you're listening in Europe, because I saw I had one listener in Germany, so this one's for you, buddy. Um, if you're in kilos, just take whatever you are in kilos and multiply it by 2.2. That's going to get you into what your pounds are. So if you want to know how much you weigh in American pounds, there you go. 
whatever your kilos are times 2.2. And then whatever that number is, that's what you multiply by 12. Now, that number with 12 is assuming that you're getting your workouts in, you're getting quality nutrition, you're getting quality sleep. Now, if that's not you, then we might have to multiply it by 10 or 11. Okay. If you're really not active and you're just starting up, maybe you can only manage. Oh boy. What a douche. Go figure. It's a beamer. Sorry to any beamer drivers. Um, so say you're just starting your fitness journey. You can only really get one day of weights in maybe and a couple walks here and there. That's fine. Just multiply it by 10. And then if you're somewhere in between there, multiply it by 11. Okay. And that's what the calories should be. Okay. Sorry. I was on protein, but now I'm back to calories. So if you're sedentary, if you don't have a lot going on, goal weight times 10. So for me, if I'm 180 times 10, that'd give me what the heck would that be? 1800 calories or on the upper end, it would be times 12. Now, regardless of what your calorie count ends up being, your protein stays the same. Okay. Protein should stay consistent. That is something that you should not be cycling. Like, Oh, I'll just eat high protein today, low protein tomorrow. That's not how that works. Okay. There, your body does not have a storage mechanism for protein. Like if you eat too much carbs, guess what? That's going to go into your muscles, into your liver as glycogen. And then whatever's left, boom, goes to fat. If you consume fat, okay. It, if you overconsume fat, it's going to go into fat. Okay. And, but protein doesn't work like that protein. There's always some sort of use for it. it your body will find a way to use it. So you always want to keep a steady stream coming in. Um, so yeah, if, I'm, if you're 180, if I'm 180, whatever your goal weight is that you're going to, okay, so I'm 198 right now, want to get to 180, I will still eat those 180 grams of protein. Sorry, that was really repetitive. Um, yeah, so there's nutrition. Next is sleep. When it comes to sleep, you got to get the gold standard. You got to get seven to nine hours because if you don't, it just makes things so much harder. Okay. This is coming from somebody that I did my first bodybuilding show or no second bodybuilding show when I was working, like it was probably up there in like 50, 60 hours a week. And I would come home, want to still go on, on Xbox live and hang out with my friends and play video games, or I'd still want to stay up late with the girlfriend. I'd still want to like make it all work. It just didn't happen. Okay. So I'd end up getting like four or five, maybe six hours a night of good sleep. Let me tell you, dieting past a certain point on low sleep is a guarantee to become a zombie. Okay. I am pretty confident I was about to get fired at one point. Uh, and just in general, was not happy with my performance at work. Not to mention the girlfriend at the time was not happy because boyfriends do or zombies do not make good boyfriends. So if you don't want any of that, if you don't want to piss off your significant other and your boss and feel like shit, get your sleep. And on top of that, if you get good sleep, it makes it much easier to make good choices nutritionally. Because when we don't get enough sleep, that decision-making center in our brain is, what's the word, inhibited? I, I try to sound smart, and it just never happens. But basically, it just doesn't work the way it should. Okay, And we end up hungrier. We end up having a 
much higher chance of having a case of the fuckets where we're like, screw it. I don't even care anymore. McDonald's, here I come. We don't want that. Okay, that'll take you off your plan. It'll get you in a place where you're never losing weight and you get frustrated. We don't want that. So get your sleep. And last but not least, the most overrated thing when it comes to fat loss in general, but especially when you're trying to shred for summer, supplements. I'm just going to start this one right here by saying if you see a fat burner and you're considering it, don't. If you have a fat burner and you haven't opened it up or anything, please return it. (laughs) If you have a fat burner and you've only had like a pill or two and you got it from Vitamin Shop or GNC, I know they'll take it back. So go ahead and give that shit right back because they're useless. Okay, All they are are glorified stimulant pills, which when you're not getting enough sleep, yes, that can help. But you're better off just getting caffeine like out of coffee or something because these other stimulants, one, they're not regulated by the FDA. So the dosage in those can be really, really high or really, really low. It could be enough to send you to the hospital. It could be enough where you feel nothing and you're getting no added benefit for all this extra money. So do yourself a favor. Don't get any fat burners. Anything that did work in the past is now illegal. One of the... One of the um, best fat burners of all time, ephedrine was actually effective. Like they actually had stuff that showed, yeah, burn fat, but guess what? A couple guys, or I can't just say it was the guys that did it, but a fair amount of people abused it and then ended up in the hospital having like, I think it was, they were having heart attacks or heart failure, something in that category, because it is a stimulant. Okay. It messes with your heart. So That being said, don't put stimulants in your body that are not regulated by the FDA because you just don't know. Coming from the guy that does energy drink reviews, I'm just putting out good information. Just do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) Um, But no, I've been victim, not victim. That sounds terrible. I've wasted a lot of money on fat burners that did nothing. And I've done two bodybuilding preps. One, taking every supplement that was recommended by every bro known to man. And I've done one supplement free. Guess which one I look better? The supplement free one. Okay. A lot less moving parts, a lot less for my body to have to process because that's the other thing. Anytime you introduce something new into your body, you never really know how it's going to react. This happens a lot when people switch around on diets. Like if you all of a sudden shift your way of eating, your body's shifting around water and everything and you look bloated and you're like this isn't working okay same with some supplements like when you put them into your body any medication in general sometimes your body reacts so weird that it like freaks out it's like a stressor and you get a little bloated you don't feel the best sometimes that can happen so that being said if you are going to get supplements there's only a couple that are really kind of worth it and they really don't make a huge difference but they can make a difference where am I? Oh, darn it. Man, I messed up. I'm on the wrong side. <laughs> oh, well. All right. So that being said, supplements are that are actually worth your money. Okay. We got creatine, monohydrate. Okay. Don't waste your money on the other stuff. It's pretty much all the same. It's just a matter of the more broken down and bioavailable ones are a little bit more pricey, but they get you the same thing. So 
that's basically all you're paying for. Um, vitamin D3, if you're not getting a whole lot of sunlight, definitely worth it. And magnesium can help if you're deficient. It can help you feel a little bit better and sleep a little bit deeper, better quality of sleep. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, now I'm gonna wrap up because I gotta throw ways on because I took a wrong turn. So I hope you guys found this helpful. If you guys have any more questions when it comes to your summer shred or you just want somebody to take all the guesswork out, hit me up, coachfits1 at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, coach underscore fits, F-I-T-Z-Z, okay? Again, one free month, take advantage. Um, and I, yeah, that's about it, okay? I hope you guys have a hell of a week and I will see you next time.